0: With the fall quarter slowly approaching, some graduating students are starting to think about what's next for them. While students consider the many options ahead of them, some may start to consider going down the path of furthering their education. But how does one start looking into graduate programs? And how have those applications changed? Here with Slugcast, this is Jenna Hartz. My experience with graduate applications is only within the few schools I applied to, so while I can share what I know, it's incredibly important to do your own research as well. In fact, research is exactly what I started with. If you already know what you'd like to get your degree in, your first step is to figure out what schools you'll be applying to. For me, considering the limited amount of degrees offered in my field, and out-of-state tuition being more expensive than I could afford, that list became short very quickly. However, for other students, this list can be expansive, and there can be a couple of things that might help narrow it down. For instance, you may want to look into schools that offer certain fellowships or financial aid for their students. Maybe a school that you can more easily commute to, or a school that will bring you closer to a job that you've applied for. It's also helpful to look into cost, as well as the length of the program, as some of these may offer three-year programs instead of two years. College reviews can also be useful if you want to learn more about the student experiences with the campus. Since I was restricted to UC and California State School applications, I will mostly be talking about my experiences with these. Once you've chosen your schools, it's important to look at their application requirements. This often differs based on the school and the program you're applying to. There are some typical similarities across the application board, so here are some things I recommend being prepared for. Have at least two letters of recommendation from faculty, advisors, or in some cases employers. Keep in mind that it's best to find somebody who's familiar with the work you want to do in your graduate program. It tells the admissions team more about the relationship to the work you'll be doing while at their school. It's also good to have a backup person in mind in the event that someone can't provide you with a letter or if a school happens to ask for three. It's also polite and you'll be better off if you ask for these letters as soon as you can. Giving your person as much time as possible will leave both parties happier in the end. You will also need at least one essay. Depending on your program, there may be follow-up short answer questions or other supplemental essays, especially with many UCs and state schools removing the GRE testing requirement. Again, make sure to check your school's requirements, as the removal of the GRE is not universal across all schools, so you might still have some studying to do. I also recommend having someone you can trust to read through your essays. Another set of eyes can definitely help see your writing mistakes easier than you can after working on something for hours. Oftentimes, these essays have to do with the program you're applying to or the work you're passionate about, rather than some generic get-to-know-you questions affiliated with the undergraduate applications. You will also need a resume. Schools like to know what work, research, or internships you've been working on, and a good resume can make you a competitive candidate. Finally, you'll need all your basic information, residency, and transcripts. I get a lot of this information is based on my own experiences. Do your research and start early on your applications to avoid confusion and stress during your final year. Thank you for listening. For more episodes, follow us here on Spotify or on Instagram at UCSC Slugcast.